Welcome to the Horror's Edge podcast. My name is Phil. And I'm Stacy. And this is a podcast devoted to reviewing and breaking down horror movies and TV shows, both new and old, good and downright fucking terrible with me, somebody who loves the horror movies and always has. And me, who married into it. And we're still a relatively new podcast. And with that being said, if you enjoyed today's uh, podcast, please make sure to subscribe, share it with some of your friends to help us grow. The best way they can help us out will literally take you under uh, 30 seconds. Uh, drop a review real quick. Hop on Apple, hop on Spotify, uh, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast and uh, drop a review. It truly helps us. The more reviews that are on there, the more people can see it. And it's extraordinarily appreciated. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials at The Horror's Edge. Um, and this is truly the best way to get in contact with us. We're constantly posting on there and, uh, you can always comment under something. We're pretty darn good about responding, but if you want pretty much a surefire way to get in touch with us, shoot us in a direct message and we'll get back to you. Um, love having the discussions about these movies and not just having a one-sided conversation between me and Stacy. So the more, uh, you guys can chime in, the better and more fun that this is for damn near everybody involved. Uh, so today we're going to be discussing a TV show. It is the last of us episode six. So we're still on season one. Unfortunately, there's only going to be three more episodes after this one. And, uh, man, it's sad thinking about it. Yeah, I'm having so much fun with this uh, show. I'm looking forward to finishing it, but at the same time, I'm not looking forward to that big gap in between season one and season two. Yeah, that's the only disadvantage of uh, you know TV shows nowadays. Is well, I, I shouldn't say nowadays, but just in general, TV shows um, that there's always a big gap in between uh, filming. Could be worse. Could be movies where uh, the big gap is not nine months, and it's many 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 years yes that's true or not even guaranteed to be anything that's the thing that sucks about it you can watch a three-hour movie get completely invested in a character and then that show uh, that movie's over and they're not making a sequel i think worse off is like when you get super invested in a tv show and even if it's only a few seasons and then without any sort of like notice it they just cancel it and you have absolutely no loose ends tied up and it i still am angry there's a couple shows that have done that to me and i've spent so much time and effort and love for the show and they just up and and canceled it it is so frustrating yeah it's definitely frustrating i i can't I know that I've watched one that got canceled on me, but I probably canceled it before it canceled on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with TV shows. I, I was uh, just about to say that is I'm actually surprised that you're you're holding out on us with this TV show because you get <laughs> not only myself, but our kids involved in a TV show and you're all about it for like a couple episodes, maybe even a season. Sometimes we can get a full season out of you. And then all of a sudden, just with no sort of reason why you just stop and we're sitting here wondering what the hell what why we've been waiting 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 and then you're just like oh let's move on to a different one so we have many shows that are in rotation that have not been completed yet yeah i have commitment issues (laughs) but yet we're married Uh, (laughs) and one thing that drives me nuts is when you're talking to friends and they're like oh man you need to watch this show like yeah well you need to fuck off because that's a lot of time for me to invest. <laughs> Maybe if you say, hey, you need to check out this movie, and it's in the genre of movies that I like, and uh, I've heard it from several people, okay, 
I might give that one a shot. But not even that, but, because like Supernatural, here here's a great example. Yeah. You started watching it, and I kind of casually started to like sit on the couch because I wanted to spend some time with you. And then you were a few seasons in, maybe season two or, or whatever, and I ended up wanting to figure out why they were kind of in the episode they were in. So you're just like, oh, let's restart it. So we restarted it from the beginning and we got all back up to where we were caught up. Yeah. And you watched maybe another season or two with me and then you just drifted off. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to start the show from the beginning again and and kind of wrap it all up. And now I got all the way almost to the end and you decided to show that to the kids. So now here we are <laughs> for probably the fourth time I'm restarting the show. And I love it. I've yeah, but loved it. We just it. made it into like season three, season four. Because oh, well, there you go. We're cruising. It, I, I was almost at the end. <laughs> I almost finished it, and it's that completely like a done. You problem. No, now we have to start all over again. No, 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 no. Let, let's stop talking stupid over there. Anyways, like I was saying, uh, we're all the way up to episode six already, and it's sad to see that this story for part one which I'm assuming is the entire first video game, is about to be over. Uh, in between episode five and episode six, I did pick up The Last of Us Part Two, started it over, and finished it. I was just going to say, I was having a conversation with a, a fan, and they were talking about how they wanted to start up the video games, and I said, I guarantee that my husband is going to say on this podcast that he finally completed the part two, part two yeah. of it. Yep. Very good game. Um, when your wife and kids are not interrupting you at the end. Oh, my God. So, uh, I was getting towards the end, and I, I had a good feeling that I was towards the end, but then it continued progressing. So, I was like, all right, I got to go to sleep. It's already 2 a.m. I've been at this for like nine hours. <laughs> so, I put the video game down, and I come back the next day, and I go upstairs Stacy, the kids are both upstairs. I'm like, all right, cool. Go downstairs to play we the video occupied. game. We were occupied. We were all yeah, occupied. Completely. I was checking, making sure everybody was all set. <laughs> Soon as I come down and then they hear the chime of the PlayStation turn on, that must have been like the dinner bell because here comes the whole fucking gang down the stairs. <laughs> Dog included. Just start talking, 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 talking. I was like, all right, whatever. Turn the game off because I was getting towards the end. All the dialogue is heavily focused in the end of the game. And I was like, all right, I'm going to turn it off. I was a little bit crabby, and Stacy noticed that. She's like, you know what? I'll find something for us to do. We're going to go upstairs. You play your game. We're not going to bother left the you. the house with the kids. And not even five minutes into me playing this fucking game, she comes in, freaking people on FaceTime, shoving the phone in my face, just talking up a goddamn storm about some crap that happened that didn't matter at all. And Excuse I was like, me. Oh, my God. So... I missed a bunch of the dialogue there at the end, but, but I did finish it. But you completed it, so hooray! I finished it. Hooray for me. Hooray. Um, so, The Last of Us, Episode 6. Let's, uh, before we get into a scene-by-scene -scene breakdown, uh, give our review of this. Let, let's let everybody know what we thought of it. Um, and 
I have mentioned this, I think, on every episode, and I'm going to continue to. Rating a TV show is very difficult. Yes. Because you need to take into consideration cliffhangers are supposed to be there. They're supposed to keep you engaged so that way you tune into the next episode. There are a bunch of stuff that happened in previous episodes. Uh, do you take that into consideration? Yeah. Do you not take it into consideration? There's things that... Uh, uh, there's so many things invested in it, but we'll do our damnedest. Uh, so the way that we review uh, things around here is one through ten, just like everywhere else. One, dog shit, terrible, do not watch this, do not waste your time. It's absolutely not worth it. Ten, absolutely amazing, stellar stuff. Everybody should be watching this. Five, it's completely average. It's not great, it's not terrible, uh, but it's fine. It's not going to piss you off. What did he give this? Uh I'm kind of staying on the train that I've been on for the last couple of episodes. I'm, <laughs> I really have been enjoying the show, and I was super stoked to find out that today was Sunday um, and that there was nothing in the way that they would not air this episode. Uh, I was disappointed because I had to wait a little bit longer since they released... Damn Super Bowl. Yeah, they released the, um, the last episode on a Friday night instead of Sunday night. Um, anyways, I gave it an eight. I really enjoyed okay. this episode, just like I enjoyed the previous episode to this. Um, I thought they they did a really good job of laying out the story. It wasn't too much, too little. Everything flowed really well in this episode. You always have the the banter of um, the main characters, um, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. What did you rate it? Uh, same thing that what episode we're on six uh it was good it was fine um very 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 little to no action in the entire episode um just a lot of uh plot dump and stuff like that which is fine yeah but i would have loved some action sprinkled in here there maybe during a journey if they ran into a uh, section of infected and we got to see them fight had... together or something along those lines because they had quite the journey that they had but n nothing happened yeah they they hinted at um a lot of danger and exposure to infected but we did not see any um so that was a little bit of a disappointment like like i could agree with you on that it was slow in the fate in in the pace of there was not a lot of action it was more story yeah. On this episode. And I have no problem with it being story. Uh, none of the story uh, blew me away. It was all good, but there was nothing that was just like, holy shit, that happened or anything like that. So uh, overall, it was okay to me. I didn't see anything in here that made me go, oh, that's amazing. Or I didn't really see anything that made me go, oh, that sucked. Yeah, There were super bright spots. There were slightly dull spots. But overall, it was a good episode. It progressed the story on very well like it was supposed to just like i said i wish that there was a little bit more action in it mm -hmm. um so if you have not seen the last of us yet it's on hbo uh they currently have all six episodes available for streaming highly recommend that you uh get a subscription check it out um especially if you like horror movies but even if you don't this is good action drama I guess yeah. I could say it has some very strong horror elements, but if uh, as long as you're okay with foul language and stuff like that, this show is great. Really yeah. is. I don't. Think I haven't had an episode yet where there's been a single episode. I think where it was below a five. You had one. 
Uh, but even that, it was close to an average episode for you. Yeah. You just it, didn't like the uh, theme that it had. Yeah. So highly, highly, highly recommend checking it out. Uh, and I would even say tune out of the podcast at this point because we're going to get into heavy spoilers doing a scene-by-scene breakdown of this. Uh, and and then if come you back. haven't seen it yet, uh, check it out and then come back. Let us know what you think. So uh, without further ado, let's dive into it. The Last of Us, Episode 6. So this episode does it starts off like every other episode with a recap of basically the past episode, but it goes a little bit further back beyond that. But goddamn, just the recap damn near brought me to tears. I was just thinking seeing that. Sam die again, I was like, oh, I, I don't I need this in my life. That. Yep. So uh, the recap finishes, and now we're three months down the road. Snow is everywhere. And uh, Joel is holding an older couple at gunpoint. So this guy, this older man comes in from hunting. He's got a bunch of rabbits on his back. And uh, the, the older woman is kind of like glancing upstairs but not saying anything. Yeah. And Joel's up there with a gun to her. <laughs> and uh, Ellie is there too. Just smart-ass common after smart-ass common after smart-ass common. And this it's so fucking awesome. This is one of my awesome. favorite... Um scenes that this they have. This is by far the fa- my favorite scene in this episode. The, the banter of... I was going to say it. I couldn't hear myself. Yeah, try now. Okay, sorry. little technical. Um, I was going to say that this was my favorite part because between the husband and the wife and Ellie and Joel, it's really funny. They have jokes between each other, but then the four of them... And when Joel comes in, or I'm sorry, the the husband comes in and says, you know, what is this guy doing here? Well, don't worry, I made him soup. The wife's like, don't worry, I took care of him. I'm thinking, what the hell? This guy's holding you hostage and you're like making making him at home, you know? Like, oh, don't worry. Like, I didn't want to live here, but, you know, my husband made me live in the cabin over where nobody else wants to be. Like, just stuff like that. It just was so relatable. It just, it brought me to laughter. Yeah, and Ellie's smartass comments are always there. Love that. The best one was uh, Joel brings out a map and he's like, "Hey, old man, I need you to show me exactly on this map where we are. And if you don't point out the same exact place that your wife showed me, I'm gonna kill you both." And the old man's like, "You got a map? Why do you need me?" And then Ellie just instantly jumps in. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of fucking road signs out in the fucking woods, isn't there? Point that out on the goddamn map. <laughs> And then the, the husband says, and you better tell him the same thing that you told me. Are you telling the truth? And he says, yes. And then he asks his wife, "Did you? are you telling me the truth? Like, did yeah. you tell him the truth and me the truth? Is this all the truth? Like, just the banter between them, it, it really started off the episode on such a high for me. It, it sure did. And Ellie is what made this perfect. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the husband and wife was really funny. I really enjoyed it, but Ellie just kills it. In this she scene. kills it every time. Her um, little smart ass comments just, it's very funny because I can picture our daughter, not with the foul language, but she has that kind of like, you know, sass, sass and, and mm-hmm. smart assness to her that it just makes it so much better because we're watching it with this girl that reminds me so much of of Ellie. Yep. So uh, eventually they get kind of friendly with the uh, old couple. They can tell that they really don't mean him any harm. Yeah. Uh, that they're just trying to get through to find his brother Tommy. And uh, they were mentioning that river on there. Don't go past that river. There's nothing but death past there. There are bodies everywhere. You're you're not gonna make it. And they're like, okay, what's the best way to get west then? <laughs> go east yeah stay the fuck away from there so they leave and on the way out ellie just fucking steals a rabbit <laughs> and joel's like what are you doing we can hunt for rabbit and she's like yeah but this one's already here yeah so i'm it's just gonna take ready. it um so on the way out joel had to stop because he was feeling a pain in his heart uh didn't really describe what it was but looked like it was like some type of heart attack or something like that couldn't really tell yeah. uh but he was definitely having heart trouble breathing problems so they get to a spot where Do they kind uh, of say how old he is i think that they just imply uh so this is 20 years after the pandemic and before the pandemic he probably looked like he was 30 so i'm guessing mid 50s okay by everything okay um uh, so they get to a point where it's the middle of the night. They uh, have a campfire going. They're getting the uh, rabbit cooked up, and you can see the northern lights above them. And man, everything's just beautiful, freaking gorgeous. The way that they shoot everything. And Joel's sitting there just sipping his whiskey to keep warm. And I was like, "Hey, man, let me try that." He's like, "No <laughs> way." She's like, "Come on, I'm cold." So he lets her sip, and she's like, "Yep, still tastes like shit." Here you go. <laughs> Gives it right back to him. And they're talking over the campfire about like, what uh, what are you gonna do once the fireflies are done with me and we go back to doing whatever the hell it is that we want to do? Uh, and uh, they both talk about what they want to do. Uh, Joel was saying that he wants to be a sheep farmer, like out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and that just gives Ellie ammunition to bust his balls about something even further. Yeah. Um. And Ellie mentions to Joel for the first time that she tried to help Sam with his bite, but couldn't yeah, get that, it to work. That was sad. Yeah. And Joel, for the first time, is starting to comfort her now. So he's saying to her, uh, listen, Marlene, she's a lot of things, but she's not a fool. If she says the fireflies can figure out this cure, they can figure out the cure. So let's keep hope together. And uh, Joel takes the uh watch so that way ellie can go to sleep but then he wakes up and ellie is on watch and he's like what the fuck are you doing i'm supposed to be on watch she's like well then you're doing a shitty job because you're sleeping yeah don't fall asleep she said (laughs) yeah so uh he was telling her that he's supposed to be protecting her and she's like oh what a shit job you're doing then uh so they but you can see like the growth in her because she just watched what he has been doing that she just without like even thinking just took the watch because she had talked they had talked i'll do the first watch you do the second watch and joel's like no i'm gonna do both watches and ellie's like all right like i'll i'll go to bed and here she needed to do the second watch because she even said like all the stuff that she did okay i checked this trail i went through this i did a circle around this so it was pretty cool 
Uh, so they start doing all of their uh, walking, and they cross the river, and Ellie's like, ooh, what a river of death this is. <laughs> and they just keep... Uh, they cross the bridge over there, and they're walking and walking and walking. I liked There's the very cool work distance shots that, that they, they do. did, because um, it's almost it feels very video game like, which I got is the point of this. Yeah, um, they're walking towards the bridge, but the camera is behind them, so you're watching them from behind, kind of get close to the bridge and kind of see everything from their perspective. And I thought, you know, of course, it's a nod to the video game. Really appreciate that they're keeping up with that. Yep. Yeah, they did a great job with the camera work here. I had that note in here as well. Uh, so they keep going, and then they come across this huge dam, and Ellie looks at it and goes, well, damn! <laughs> Just being Ellie. Yep. Uh, and then she asks him, what if that's the river of death? And then all of a sudden, like, it didn't click in Joel's head that it could be the second river, and sure enough, it was, because as soon as she mentioned that, he started getting at the ready, and then you see people coming and ambushing him. Tons of people on horses. They even have a dog to check to see if they're infected. And there's some very good tension there when the dog goes to check Ellie because yes. you can tell Joel is like very uneasy. Like, holy shit, is this dog going to pop on her because she's obviously been bitten in the past. Right. But nope. Uh, Ellie just plays with the dog. Cute um, dog. Yep. Yep. Um, so once they mention that, like, they're getting ready to kill him just for being there. And he mentions to them, uh, hey, listen, I'm just here trying to find my brother. I'm trying to find uh, Tommy. No, he doesn't Can... say his name right away. He says, I'm just trying to find my brother. And then all of a sudden, the girl, because yep. like, they're all wearing masks and stuff on the horse. And she kind of was like, hold up. like Something's ringing a bell with that. And then says, what's his name? And then before you know it. Now she says, what's your name? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What's your Joel. name? And he says, yep. Joel, and then it clicks that that's who. Yep. So the next scene, we see them riding their own horses back into camp. And it's a full-blown town. Uh, it's crazy, the town that they have built in that little yep, compound. Th they fix the dam up. They got the electricity working again. So they have a full-fledged little town over here. Uh, and the whole time that I'm seeing this, I'm thinking, where the fuck is Joel's hat? He's going through the middle of winter, has this thick-ass jacket on, has thick pants, he's got thick boots, no winter hat whatsoever. Oh, I... <laughs> and that was the first thing that I wrote down. I put it in all caps. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Ellie's got a hat. Why the hell doesn't Joel That's have one? True. Is he just too goddamn tough? I mean, it's the middle of winter and you're going through snow. It <laughs> that's gotta be miserable yeah so anyway stupid nitpick uh joel sees tommy they each hug it out and uh they sit down for dinner and ellie and tommy's girl are just going down each other's throats the entire meal yeah <laughs> like ellie is obviously just being ellie cussing and just yeah. saying rude ass shit like they're both inhaling their dinner and uh uh joel's like yeah, sorry we're eating so fast. It's been a while since we had something this good. And she's like, it's been a while. I don't know if we had a goddamn meal like this <laughs> shit before. This is great. <laughs> so uh, she has obviously no table manners. She has no idea what that means no. to have. Um, and they're just going at each other's throats. Tommy eventually tells uh, Joel that Marie is his wife. Marie is the girl that they met outside the compound and brought him in. Too. And uh, 
I don't know what part you're referring to. I didn't read anything else besides that. Oh, when Maria, when you find out that Maria and Tommy are married, Ellie goes and say, congratulations. (laughs) And Tommy's like, "Uh uh-huh. And then Joel's like, congrats. Like she was, she, he was so shocked that they were married. And Allie's like trying to say like, oh, congratulations. Like, oh, that's awesome. And Joel is like, I'm not getting the hint that I'm supposed to congratulate you. Well, I think that there's more to that that you figure out later. It's not just him not knowing that he should say congratulations. There's a lot of resentment there. Oh, for Because sure. he's starting to, like, as soon as that happened, it's starting to click in his head. Okay. He's not going to leave. I've been risking life and limb to find you, Tommy, just to find out that you found a compound to get married and then stop contacting me via radio. Yes, because um, they, they find out that they do have access to all this stuff. Obviously, they have electricity, and he just kind of one, one day just stopped contacting her. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because Ellie's like trying to break the tension with her humor, and it's just not working with Joel, and yeah. he finally just caves like, fine. Congratulations. So after uh, dinner, they're walking around uh, the town, just kind of showing it off. And Marie's like, hey, I'll take Ellie to the um, house that you guys are going to be staying at while you and Tommy talk it out. And as they're walking, they pass by some sheep and Ellie goes, oh, holy shit, Joel, take a look. (laughs) (laughs) You can you can live here. (laughs) Um, So Tommy's asking how Tess is and Joel just quickly answers. Yeah, she's fine. And same thing with Ellie, like doesn't explain yeah, anything he's, about he's Ellie. It's like, so who's who's the kid? Ah, oh, the kid's some firefly fox daughter. And he's like, huh, awfully nice of you to be doing charity work. He's like, nope, somebody's paying me to bring her somewhere. That's all yeah. that she is. So Joel is pissed at Tommy for stop messaging him, uh, stop messaging him at all once he got to this town of Jackson. And Tommy mentions, well, we didn't do good things. Like, you weren't a positive influence in my life. We didn't do things to stay alive. We can stop saying it that way. We murdered people. Yeah. And I'm going to be a father. And Joel heard that and he's like taken back and just says some shit comment to him. Like, uh, he's like, I think that I'm going to be good one. He's like, yep. Yeah, well, we'll guess, see. Guess we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. Um, like and you Joel can really says, hey, don't worry tension. about it. We're going to grab some supplies. We'll be out of your hair by morning. And yeah, absolutely, you can feel the tension. The, the chemistry that these two have, it told stories without them having to tell it for us. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. You can you can tell that there was something off from the beginning when they first saw each other and they hugged. And this dynamic that they have talking right now after um, Tommy tells him that he's going to be a dad, you yep. can just tell that in his, in Joel's mind, you can see that reels turning as he's not going to leave this place like this is it like i'm on my own i came here for nothing like it was a waste of a trip yep uh ellie heads across the street to maria's place and she knocks no response so she just fucking enters you know <laughs> why not uh so she goes inside she's poking around she sees this plaque over the fireplace and uh maria is talking to her and she's like yeah i saw that you uh saw the memorial that's for my kid and for joel's kid and ellie had no idea that joel had a quick kid so a lot of things just clicked in her head all at once there yes. but she didn't really bring that up um so Tommy ends up apologizing to Joel about uh, basically being a shithead to him. 
and uh, Joel is explaining to Tommy that Ellie is immune. Um, and Joel is pleading his case to Tommy that he needs her him to take Ellie to the Fireflies because he's not strong enough. No. He's having problems with his heart. He's basically deaf. He's like a step away from being deaf, can barely hear that the yeah, whole his scene hands with Sam working. He was his, trying to um He's trembling, he's troubling to make decisions on the fly like yes. he used to be able to, like when uh the dog was about to sniff Ellie. He's like, I thought the dog was gonna tear the fuck apart and I didn't do anything. I couldn't. Like I was frozen in place. Yeah. You need to do this for me because this kid can be the savior for everybody and I can't do it. And Tommy doesn't want to do it because he's about to be a father. Um, right. He doesn't want to make the trip and one, get get killed or, you know, get infected himself. Yep. And not be there for his kid. Right. Um, so Tommy finally reluctantly Which agrees to do it. in that moment, you it. can tell that it was almost like a slap to from Tommy to Joel to be like, well, your daughter got killed. Like, you know, trying to do the right thing, like run away. You can see it without them saying it and spelling it out that Tommy doesn't want to do that because that's what Joel did and look how it turned out. Yeah. So, uh, Joel finds Ellie and she's reading some kid's diary in the, uh, room that she is staying at. <laughs> and she's like, so that's it, huh? That's, uh, the only problems that you used to have to worry about in the old world is who's going to take you to prom and this and that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, guess life wasn't all that hard no. and she's like so just tell me are you gonna ditch me if you're yeah. gonna ditch me just ditch me just tell me to my face yeah and he's like what the fuck are you talking about it's like i heard you guys talking you want tommy to take me and not you um and ellie says you don't give a shit about me uh uh and you know that i'm not her i'm not sarah and instantly like, yeah joel fucking is like don't you ever fucking say her name Ever. You, Keep your, you have your her name out of your my mind. daughter's name out of your goddamn motherfucking mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought when he said it, which is so funny, but it's true. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, he said, You have no idea what loss is. Now he's like, everybody that I ever cared about in my entire life is dead, except for you. You or, are the only person. Me. Yep. You are the only person, and you're about to leave me too. And Joe's like, You're right. You're not my daughter, and I'm sure as shit not your dad. Come dawn, we're going our separate ways. Oh, my God. That was and, like a dagger oof. to my heart. Yep. Because, like, I thought, wow, they made so much progress. Like, he loves her in the way that, you know, he's really trying to save her and save the rest of the world. They've made so much growth. And then for him, in that split second, because Sarah's name was brought up, it brought back all those memories. Well, I think that's a combination of Sarah's name got brought up and it brought up memories, but more importantly, he was trying to find a way out, find a way to uh, get her to be okay with Tommy taking her. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the main thing, but you can definitely tell as soon as Sarah's name was brought up, he just snapped. Well, and, and he's and, trying to do the right thing because he isn't strong enough to do it. So, like, he's trying to cut the cord and say, like, I I can't do it without saying I can't do it yep. to and, her. And what do you do in that situation? Do you push yourself to the point of death uh, because that's what she wants, or do you 
get somebody who's more youthful that can probably do the job better and safer than you could. Uh, tough line to walk. Uh, so Joel goes back to his room and he's having memories of putting up Christmas ornaments with Sarah, his daughter. Mm. Um, and come morning, Ellie is completely packed up, ready to go. And she hears a knock on the door, invites him in, and you can tell that she's hoping that it's Joel. Yeah. But it's not. It's Tommy. It's Tommy. And he's here. Uh, he tells her, all right, let's get going. And he's not fucking wearing a goddamn winter hat either. But he has longer hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. He's about <laughs> to be trekking out on the goddamn horse through middle of winter, and you don't have a fucking winter hat. Does you live in a, a town that has everything. Does he have a hood? No. Nothing up. Nothing. And on I don't I didn't look on his jacket to see if his jacket had a hood, but I can sure shit tell you that uh Joel had a cart heart, which does not have a hood. Well, I know Ellie's <laughs> had a hood because I saw it. Well uh, yes, it had a hood, but she wasn't wearing the hood. She had a winter hat. I know on. she had a hat, but they uh, gave anyway, her a new Continuing coat. on. Yes. That was just a nitpick that I'm like, come on, fuck on. It's goddamn winter. Act like a piece of shit. It's funny because uh, you walk outside with just a sweater on. Well, half the time I walk out in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Well, that's shirt, what I mean. So the fact that you're upset I, that I, they're not wearing I wouldn't a hat. be trekking for three fucking months in the winter without a winter hat. That's true. I will put it that way. <laughs> anyway, so they make it to the horse stable to take a uh, horse before uh, Maria walk, wakes up. And Joel is already at the stable. And he's prepping a horse and he he's talking to Ellie and he says, hey, sorry about yesterday. You deserve a choice. I think that you'd be better off with Tommy. All right, let's go. <laughs> She's like, shut the fuck up right there. You're going with me. Yeah. I don't care what you he say. Said, he says, I've been there for 30 minutes trying to get this horse ready because she thinks he's just coming to say goodbye. And then he says, I'm sorry for what happened, but you should be able to have the choice. Yeah. And before he could finish choice, she's like, I'm going with you. Yep. Like throws his throws her bag at him. Let's go. Yep. Right back to I was being so smart happy ass to see Ellie. That. Uh and right before he hopped on the horse, he's looking at Tommy's rifle and he's like, You mind if I take that? that? Yeah. Because Maria took everything from me when I walked in the gate to make sure that I wouldn't leave, which I'm going to do anyway. So he gives him the rifle and Joel is trying to teach Ellie how to shoot the rifle, just fucking blown through ammo like they have a bunch of it. Uh which drives me nuts in TV shows and movies where, I mean, come on, you're in the post-apocalyptic world. How are you getting this much ammo? Yeah. How, especially the fact that he didn't even have the fucking gun. Right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he's teaching her how to shoot, and she's missing, 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 and she keeps blaming the gun. It's pretty funny. And then finally he's like, all right, let me show you how to do it. And then he takes the rifle, and he's like, first you got to hold your breath. And then you let it out nice and slow. And then you slowly squeeze the trigger. She's like, are you trying to get that thing pregnant or are you trying to shoot it? <laughs> so finally he takes a shot. Sure enough, catches it dead center. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then they hop in the horse and start riding away. And there's great visuals of them riding the horse into the sunset and from all types of different angles. It's it's really cool. And uh, they're talking the whole time that they're on the horse just going about their business, whether it's talking about uh, Joel's previous job where he was a contractor and what that meant. And 
how he was a big shot and all this to what football was and what yeah. a first down is in a football game. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that's super cool. Almost as cool as being a contractor, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they finally make it to the interstate and there they see a sign uh, pointing towards the hospital with a firefly symbol on it. So they made it. Uh, they and make it, it to the hospital. T- um, five days compared yep. to what um, Tommy was saying it was supposed to take them. Yep, they thought that it would take a lot longer. They thought that there would be a lot of bad guys along the way, but it's been a pretty uh, boring ride for them. They make it to the hospital, looks empty, uh, and they're looking through everything, and they find packing lists. So it's clear that the Fireflies were there, but then they packed up their shit and went somewhere else. They're hearing some noises upstairs, so they go to check it out, and it was just some monkeys fucking chilling. And they leave, and they see a uh, big map on the wall with a bunch of thumbtacks in it and different directions, but they all point towards one central location, which is Salt Lake City. So they're thinking that the Fireflies moved to Salt Lake City. Uh, But before they can get too far along, they see a patrol of people outside. So... They uh, go outside, they're going really quiet, and they see the horse, they go to get on him, and Joel, still deaf, can't hear things. It took Ellie, like, last second to say, Joel, behind you, one of them, and he does the fucking silent kill that's in the video games. It's so cool to see. Uh, So, in the video game, when you're walking around, if you're going slow enough and quiet enough, or you catch people off guard, you can grab them, you put them in a chokehold, and then you can uh, either shank them if you have a shiv, or you can break their neck, basically. And he broke the guy's neck to yeah. make it quiet, and Sally, the rest of the patrol, couldn't hear. Uh, Which but is then gross. we see that he had a knife deep down in his stomach. So he pulled that out, and the rest of the patrol saw them. So they quickly get on the horse and get the fuck out of there. And. Uh, they make it pretty far away. Ellie's like, hey, I think that we're good. They're not chasing us anymore. And then Joel just falls off the horse. He's bleeding out, and the credits roll. Yep. And that's what we're left with. Is Joel alive? Is Joel dead? Is he, does Ellie need to do everything and, like, completely heal him back up? Don't know. Got to sit here for a week, wait, and uh, see where we're going. So... We went through that really quick because really there wasn't a whole lot in this episode. Uh, there were some loose ends that were tied up, like, hey, where's his brother? Where's Tommy at? We found that out. Uh, what's going on with him? What's he been up to? Is he held captive? No, he's just hanging out. Uh, like what a what a shot to the heart where, you know, Joel has literally put his whole life trying to find this guy. And that's that's where he was. Yeah. Like literally living the best life that he probably could. Yep. Got married, having a kid on the way, uh, full electricity, hot showers, full hot meals. Uh, they're in the middle of like basically nowhere. nowhere yeah. So very minimal infected when there are infected. They're there from very far away. Uh, it's a very optimal type of life in this type of time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, the, the the show was good, but I wish that there was so much more to it. I wish that we could dive a there lot more in There wasn't a lot of it. meat on the bone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm very excited for the next episode, very excited for the next three of them in this season. Should be very good. 
uh, even if it continues, like if this is the low point, I'm fine with that. Because yeah. this was a good episode. I have absolutely nothing to complain about, but I know that it's not. Uh, I know what the story's like from here, and I'm very excited to see it pan out uh, and see how we get to the end point because obviously it make the show makes differences uh, from the video game. There's been several that we've seen so far, and I'm excited to see. In this episode, has there been quite a bit of difference? Uh, some. I remember uh, doing more at the dam. Like with Tommy, um, I don't remember exactly what it was that they did. It, like I said before, it's been so long since I played the first video game that I can't point out the differences that much. But I remember there being some missions at the dam that you had to do. Uh, I just don't remember exactly what they were. And I don't remember whether he left uh, with or without Tommy. I think that he left without Tommy, but I I. I could be completely guessing there. Uh, but either way, that is it for this week. Uh, we do have another uh, episode ready to go for this week. Uh, we watched Cabin in the Woods earlier today. Yep. Uh, both of us have seen it before. I've seen it probably 20s to 30s of times. And, and this I've is your second twice. time of seeing it. Yeah. And you didn't remember it until like three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time you're like, yeah, I never saw some. Man, I can almost swear that I forced you to watch this as before, like yeah, kicking and forced. screaming. You did not want to watch it. Yeah. And then this time you're like, yeah, that's fine. We'll watch it. I'm like, you don't remember this? No. You don't remember this? No. Yeah. Like three quarters through, she's like, Phil, I remember this. <laughs> I've seen this. <laughs> uh, but that one's coming out on Tuesday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, or I'm not sure if that pops up whatever 10 a.m. your time zone is, but 10 a.m. Eastern is when it's scheduled to post. Um, so check that one out. We had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, and until next time, this is the Hard Edge Podcast. I'm Phil. And I'm Stacy. We'll catch you next time.